Hello and welcome to the Tri-State Space Program. I'm Jake the Astronaut with you as always. On this episode of the podcast, I spoke with Reed Four, a local Evansville band. They have an album coming out uh, at the end of this year, and then they have a new EP uh, that's pretty much together to release after that. And they're playing shows all over the tri-state area, so catch them at a show or catch them online at readford.com. Enjoy! No, the original quote, right? Anchorman's uh, Unique New York? Yeah, what's that from? Uh, no, no, uh, deeper than that. <laughs> what is it? It's a, it's a play. It's like a... Uh, uh, by Tom Stoppard or something like that. What? It's no, got Lady know. in the title. Uh, yeah, the play the Lady in the title. Oh, yeah. Lady in the Tramp. No. Oh. That's, a, that's <laughs> a Disney play. movie. It's a famous play. <laughs> is that a play? That no, but they, they did it as a musical on Broadway, I think. Okay. So. Shit. What? What is that? What? You guys know what I'm talking about? She's like the uh, no. Broadways aren't mine. In uh, Spain, yeah. well, it, they did it at my high school, South oh. Spencer High School. They did it there. Oh. Lady of Barcelona. I'm gonna think of it Lady at some Red. point over the next little while, and then I'm gonna it's say it. It's gonna seem real disconnected. Yeah, but it's yeah. it'll yeah. come to you, man. I, it will. Uh, it's the okay. Real quick, I, it's bothering me now. Uh, Get on your Googles. The lady. Uh, it. The lady has like an accent and they're trying to teach her how to speak and she's like the rain falls mostly in the plains or something What is it? The rain in Spain falls mostly falls in the something plains. like that. Yeah, yeah it's striking oh. a chord in me actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unique uh-huh. New York <laughs> <laughs> I, think she's, I think she says that she's like trying to maybe that's why I made the connection okay, well, yeah, you I might the, cut all this out, but I I'm, I'm just you're like, the one person that knows all my fair lady my fair lady That's it <laughs> My oh. fucking fair lady. That's what it is. I was thinking, go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> it means a It was way. like, originally I was Stephen Carell, but that was totally different. It reminds me of it, I guess. I love learning. <laughs> Tiny little nipples went to France. <laughs> so, nipples okay, so everybody uh, introduce yourself. And, uh, you know, I'm talking to Reed for in case you can't read, because um, you probably read read four if you clicked on this but what do you do in read four and what's your name hi i'm matt i hit <laughs> circles with sticks that's it okay that's I'm, pretty good i'm josh case and i play piano and bass i'm andrea cool. reed and i uh, play guitar and vocals and songwriter i'm joe bells and i play guitar cool mm. that's it Sounds like you guys. Pretty simple. It already sounds like something awesome because you have like people doing a lot of different stuff, and like I mean, it's kind of sorry drummer, but it's limited uh, with what else you can do. I but other people can sing and play something, or you, you can sing. We're kind of working on that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, even our internet, it would be so hard to play piano. Like I don't know. I guess if you go back and forth. You can he's do like it. Getty Lee. I'm trying to get him to do the bass and the piano at the same, same time. 
It's coming. He's it's like coming. too much power. He can't he can't unlock that yet. Oh, and he Gotta just, level up. He just got uh, a saxophone too, so yeah. yeah I don't want so people to freak out with the out. bass keyboard and the saxophone at the same time. You know? <laughs> that hell that would this? be insane. Yeah. Have you ever seen those guys who are in like a subway station or whatever playing, and they play guitar and they have the uh, Mumford and Sons bass the, the drum bass, yeah. that they're kicking? And uh, the one man band thing's really, really become something over the last, you know, five, ten years. I've seen it. Yeah. I went to see Built uh, to Spill a couple weeks ago, and a guy named Clark and the Himselves. Yeah. It was just a one man band thing. <laughs> it was real good. That's like. Was he looping stuff? Uh, no, he didn't do any loops. He uh, he actually strums and has a stick. It's not really like most one man bands I've seen. Yeah. That's crazy. Pretty impressive. I mean, the songs were real like. Eerie, like uh, like New Order and Joy Division kind of sounds, you know. Oh. It was cool. I'm actually on a campaign to uh, uh, picket against people that are trying to get rid of drummers. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it seems like any more music has like canceled out the need for a drummer, as it's just like a thing that keeps timing. Yeah. So we can do that with a computer now, and now fucking singers and guitar players are. Hitting the bass drum with their feet, like, what? What am I here for? There's a local <laughs> guy that does that too, um, Jesse Gallimore. Okay. He plays. He has a one-man show thing he does where he does a drum and guitar at the same time. He does the vocals. He did a whole album too. It's really amazing. Good. Lindsay I, Williams is really good yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, He's incredible. <laughs> I need to get him on again, as well. Again, the loop pedal is my enemy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Joe and I have talked about doing like a dance record or oh yeah and uh and it pisses Matt off (laughs) (laughs) at least I let me program the drums please I'll make sure it's sick well the whole idea is that we're gonna make this digitalized record but then try to use organic instruments to perform them and not really have the album we'll never play the album version live unless we have some sort of sample or something but yeah. Kind of a concept. That's in the future. Yeah, that's yeah. a concept. <laughs> that's a little, a little bit down the road. We're already yeah. working well, on. I hope an, make it work. An EP at the moment. Yeah. Kind of, kind of polishing up some new stuff. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. We just finished our first record called Bedford to Bellmead. Um, okay. And that is an 11 song, uh, full length album, and it's getting mastered right now. Um, so we feel really good about that one. Uh, we recorded that ourselves. Okay. And then. Uh, yeah, we're we're working on we're in the polishing phases of a new EP called Breakdown. Okay, that's awesome. Um, how many tracks can you disclose? That or on the five. Five on yeah. the EP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's awesome. That's a good EP length. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's it's a long EP. Sometimes people try to do like three songs, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh. I mean, I've I've been in bands that have released three songs at a time. It's like, man. Well, I wish we could we do have more. Four, we'll have four, even with an EP. Yeah, I think we'll do them as like as long, long players and EPs and stuff. But like, everything's gonna be released on the internet as its own, so that anybody can just go pick out whatever they like and download mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you don't that's have to true. Go for the whole package, but that's very true. We yeah. still like being conceptual, like old bands and mm-hmm. having records and yeah, you know. So Bedford to Bellmead is about uh, music that I uh, I moved to Nashville whenever I was twenty years old and. Uh, started, I've been writing songs for, since I was 11 years old, and so these are the, the songs that I wrote between living in Nashville and living on uh, Bedford Avenue and then moving back to Evansville 
living on Bellmead Avenue. Yeah. Um, okay. And just all the, the songs and the learning and the growth between, you know, there and here and huh. uh, personal um, struggles and, and things like that through, through not, ju not just, you know, moving, but just during that time in my life. It's really uh, hits on what a lot of people go through in their 20s and yeah. finding okay. themselves and yeah. you know. getting to where you are supposed to be instead of where you think you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> Acceptance. Yeah, accepting yourself. Yeah. That's exactly what it's about. It's loving and accepting yourself for who you are and where, you know, where you've been and what you've, what you, what you are in this moment. So. She's awesome. actually failing to mention that she previously recorded that entire album herself, uh, acoustic, mm -hmm. which I don't know if that's supposed to be a secret or not. But no. That's done. I, I did that with Brett Seiler. Um, okay. And we just hashed it out in one day. Um, and he was very awesome to work with, you know, super kind and just took his time and, you know, put the time in. We did that whole, we did 11, well, I think we did 12 songs and we cut one from the record. Um, so there's 12 songs of that. And then it was, uh, you know, we knocked out nine hours. Uh, okay. Was, and then huh. I did that mainly awesome. because I knew I wanted to form a band and they needed to hear what, what my vision was and they needed to hear the music so I was able to when we formed this band kind of naturally I was able to give them something you know instead yeah. of like hey guys I have all these thoughts in my head I yeah. finally for the first time in my life was able to organize something to uh, you know so we could have a, a, a clear goal yeah That's she awesome. never needed the band just when she played acoustic guitar and sang it was like the whole world and I'm like can I come up there and play too and uh, that's kind of the way that we, that we all are. You know, we heard her play music, and we're like, can we play too? Yeah. That's I, awesome. I was actually on her, like, every time I'd go to see her, like, you need a band, why don't you have a band? Not actually suggesting that I play with her, just like, your music is totally suitable for a band. It needs it. Uh, I don't think it needed it, but it sure it is what cool. we ended up doing with it, and, you know, like... Level ninety nine music. Like if you have a band between the two of them, like, yeah. like one of them is like, "You need a band." The other one's like, "You don't need a band." <laughs> <laughs> We're so conflicted. We do kind of a bad, a good cop, bad cop thing with her. It's working. You know. <laughs> drink more, Andrea. Drink more. <laughs> That's awesome. But if, well, if she wouldn't have recorded that, um, I wouldn't have been able to come up with the stuff that we, we did all together. I know that it was a guiding light, kind of. It'll be cool, That's too, awesome. once we release it, you know, uh -huh. to have just a plain acoustic version of what, what the songs yeah. were. Stripped for sure. Before. Yeah. And then, I mean, most of the songs are completely, you know, different than, I mean, Wink Wink is the third song on the record, and it is just acoustic, kind of folk sounding. And then Joe, when we got in, into rehearsal, Joe has an Ebo and he pulls oh, this yeah. thing out and he just gave it this most eerie feel that was like instant. Yes, that is that that song. That's the sound. That is the sound and it, it completely transformed what I you know anything that I did before to now this is read for, you know. Uh, where'd the name come time. from? Uh, where the what? The name? I mean, obviously it's four people, but I'm asking, Her is there a story name. behind it? I know that. I'm, yeah. I'm saying, like, this, yeah, that's yeah. Really is there a story behind we coming up so with that specific many. name? There was a story, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, no, that's not going to work. No, that's not going to work. No, that's not going to work. Why don't we just do Read 4? 
Okay. I think yeah. we four yeah. probably like we went through some creativity first, but then we decided to go with three four. Yeah, I kind of went through a place where I wanted the band to be called the Andrea Reed Social, but you know, then it's it's kind of long, and then I I don't know and. Everyone here, you know, has opinions also on what it should sound like, and 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 that kind of fell through. But then, you know, whenever you go to say, what, you know, what's your band name, Joe would always be like, you know, if you if you repeat it over and over, people would be like, Reed, or you know, uh, I wanted to just be Reed, you know, just plain and simple. And he's like, people would be like, what's your band's name, Reed? What? Reed? Reed? <laughs> what? Reed? What am I reading? What am I reading? It's yeah, gonna seem read. like that part in the Quran where Muhammad, read? you know, like, uh, read, read what? What's that? I can't read. 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 Oh my god! <laughs> so, Shots fired at Muhammad. You know, it was like, I like it. You know, uh, no, <laughs> Jurassic Five. And did, now we're gonna. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I really don't care what said on the Honestly, we'll be proud that like that a white boy knew a little bit of the Quran, you know, as that's the inception. No, it's read, okay. read, read. Quick aside, uh, did you know that that uh, the same the word that they use for virgins that a lot of extremists translate to uh, seventy-two virgins? White virgins. Uh, yeah, grapes. Yeah. Grapes. So yeah, it, it's just a bunch of grapes. That, bunch that's you get seventy-two grapes. Everything else, yeah, yeah, just seventy-two. Yeah, but the perfect Every, white grapes. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, so, you get the shits. Everything else, like like everything else in that part of the Quran, actually just is like fruit and it's like you know abundance and stuff. So that's it. Could have been code for something though. It's well, that's why they use the the virgin right. thing. But you know, it yeah. could be some substance that they really liked a lot. Kind Maybe. Of, kind of puts a whole new meaning to the grapes of wrath. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I like how your mind works, though. Yeah, that's kind of what I would do. Yeah. I will took a real watching. hard turn there. Yeah. Oh, I, I said I, I made sure everyone knew I was changing. Yeah. Something yeah. about the East Farming community. Coming so back. Yeah. <laughs> coming back. Can Can you give a like brief history of like of Reed Four, other than like how the actual band came together? As it is now. The idea, the genesis started with her playing out, meeting those two. Okay. And separately, she and I met when we worked together. Okay. And we would talk about music. And, you know, I was kind of in and out of bands at that time and really kind of wanting to find some new projects and stuff. And so that was really where it came together. We just started talking about it there. Had the four of us. Well, really, it was, first it was just the three of us. Andrea and Josh and I, and we played, what did we play? We played that. Oh, yeah, we played Animal Palooza. Animal Palooza? Yeah, and then people were like, you need a drummer. Yeah. You know, we, we were just, we, the whole concept was, I wanted to form a band that I was friends with. You know, I didn't want it to be work for us to get together. I wanted us to naturally want to be around each other. And because for me, to be, a, to be creative, I can't have any kind of uncomfort. And I feel like I trust, each other, and I trusted these guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I grew. I mean, I I knew his fiance, Matt. Matt's fiance. We went, um, you know, we were involved in a theater program from when we were, you know, in high school, and we knew each other for ten years. And then, so Matt, Matt and I, we've known each other for a long time. And like he said earlier, you know, he would come to shows and be like, "You need a you need a drummer." And so I always kept. He's like, if you ever need um, someone, you know, I can keep, I can keep a beat, you know, and I could give it a shot. And I, I always kept him in the, you know, the back of my mind. And yeah. I'm just, I'm such good friends with him. I feel like it would be 
it was going to be a natural fit. But I never, we didn't, I didn't form the band initially with him. Um, you know, we, we didn't start off with him, okay. but we got the instrumental part down. Um, so I had known Josh for probably eight, seven or eight years, I guess. I think it was seven years. Yeah, we met at the open mic night at Bullocks that she did. She came in on Monday night. I was stuck at Bullocks every night till four in the morning. And, uh, and she came in there and it's like, hey, I'll do open mic night. And they said, we'll give you 33% or a couple beers or something like that. So I, I ran from the beginning. I ran an open mic there and Josh, he just, we just started playing all the time. You know, it would get to where the open night mic night would be over, but Josh and I would just play at the end until like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so we really formed a bond there. And then, you know, like Joe said, we worked together, we would talk about music and concepts. And I felt like Joe really understood what I was trying to portray. <coughs> Pardon me. Try to portray with my songs. And so we would kind of practice a little bit on our own too. And then we just put it together. And I, I told Josh probably two years before we formed the band, I was like, I want to do this, but just be patient with me. If you're on board, just, you know, I would like to find members who are going to be faithful to me and uh, really share the same vision. And, yeah. you know, uh, then once we got rolling with our, we played out a few times with just a three piece, um, we knew it was time to put in a drummer at that point. And so then I <coughs> just asked Matt to sit in with us and it was just a natural fit. I mean, he just, you know, his personality plus his passion, his organization, and that was really another thing, you know. I've worked with musicians before and it's hard um, sometimes for people to show up on time or, you know. Um, yeah. And so I get to a point in my life where I'm like, I want this to be serious and I don't, I don't want to, A, teach people their instrument. I want to play with people who are better than me, you know, and I would like to play with uh, people who I really care about. And so I feel like I found that with, with the members of our band here. <laughs> Yeah. They're my best friends. <laughs> Ironically, not, not to make it sound like we're all yes men for each other. Yeah, we we criticize each other. Oh, yes, no we one. do. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> no another part like of it that. too. Yeah. Well, most of them achieve the music. I know that these guys will be super honest with with you know with us and or with us with me and with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and I mean just just for an example of this, we played a show at PG last weekend, and we got out there, and I messed up to a point where. I was so nervous that I got out there and we didn't do a sound check, we didn't do shit, we just started playing. And then I realized, you know, I turn over and I, I felt like I couldn't hear my guitar, I didn't have it up high enough. And Joe, the first song we do is like, like uh, in in this, he plays with his Ebo. And so it's wink, I, wink. it's wink, wink, yeah. And so I was just like, oh my God, I can't hear anything. <laughs> and I I was like, at, at, some, at one point, I was like, God, man, I couldn't hear you so loud, but I waited till the end. And so at the end of the show, he was like, you know what? If I was too loud, you could have just told me, you know? And so I was so, <laughs> I was so appreciative of like, oh yeah, that's fucking right. I could have just said, yeah, it's not Joe hey, Perry. It's turn it down. Like yeah. Where but, I was standing, I could hear your guitar fine. Yeah. And, so and like, then, <laughs> yeah. So, so that's what I really love about us is that we're brutally honest with each other and none, you know, we learn from each other every single moment that we play. I mean, and the more we play out, the more we're learning about how to, how to adjust to each yes. venue and for, for our sounds. And yes. I learned a lot from that show, you know, uh, yeah. just about how to play in a tight space. You know, we've been used to playing in halls 
you know, in yeah. or wide open spaces, and to be playing in a uh, a narrow room, a narrow a room, field. be playing to a field. Yeah, it for, totally different. We were to be faced, playing in a little in a little space like that. Yeah, we were faced with our own sound. Like literally, we're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with PG. Like, there's not much front audience. It's mostly front wall right in front of you. Yeah. And then, like the down, down four, but, like, four people think. But that's know? the point. We've got to get to places where we, no matter where we are, we have to adjust very quickly. And and I feel like you know we're very young as far as playing out. Oh yeah. Super young, you know. And so we've got to just every single show we learn. And as long as we are continu- you know, continually learning, I think that's the... I think it's cool. With this last show, we really came together with some different concepts. We used a projector and you know, kind of take the focus off ourselves and mm-hmm. kind of laid out so that we were more relaxed, as relaxed we could be in the situation. Yeah, I felt that really... That was one of my favorite shows we played. I felt really yeah, that confident was fun. playing because everybody was like captivated by the video we had provided with the projector, and they weren't even really paying attention to us as mm-hmm. people. And they were just taking... They were taking the whole performance in, like it was an experience. What's the video consist of? Uh, A bunch of random stuff. Yeah, it was a (laughs) lot of old footage. Well, we started out. We started out with Moonlight Sonata. Uh, Josh played that, and uh, we just tried to lure people in, and we played original footage of the 1937 flood here in Evansville. Okay. And Uh I found that video, and it was captivating. And so I just took it and clipped it. Depressing. Depressing. To where. And then it ends up with little children uh, dancing in the ocean, like huh. uh, in the Atlantic Ocean, just like little little children. And it was all old footage from um, uh, the 30s, uh, 40s, 50s, 60s. We even had a video, a safety, a bicycle safety video yeah. of these kids that were wearing gorilla masks. And I just. <laughs> And they put out a whole bicycle safety, and they had like the pow, uh, you know, it was just, I just took clips and snippets. I also had a video on there of surgical procedures. I had one of a dog's head that was severed, but it was connected also to... I didn't even notice that. I didn't see that. To, <laughs> to I'm glad I was behind that. I couldn't have played music. Well, all of its... Uh, too, too focused on the video. <laughs> all of its... fucking up. Uh, you know, arteries Whoa. were connected connected to a uh, blood pumping machine and yeah. it kept the yes, head the alive wow. the video and they took ci- citric acid and they put it on the dog's mouth and it like licked its this. mouth and so we did i just took bits and snippets i had the whole uh process of coal that oh, was yeah. that was i guess uh, from What's the she- 1930s of, of mining coal and so we just played an hour's worth or well yeah, I had an hour's worth of I wish I had a video. Did you change the video for every time? No, I had it edited. She stayed. What she's trying to say is she stayed up until like 3 in the morning <laughs> compiling this the night before. And <laughs> well, and I'm a school teacher too. So I went, oh, <laughs> I went to work. I, you know, before our show, I stayed up on a Thursday night, or well, the night before, and then went to school the next day and, you know... But yeah, she's like texting we, us like after midnight. I'm going crazy with this video. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm showing. I'm showing the. Well, and we we also made a surround, a screen surround, that goes around Josh's keyboard. So our okay. screen she is built it herself. is is a uh, made out of PVC pipe, and right now it's a curt or a sheet actually that's draped over it. But wow. I'm gonna get one made Oops. to fit it better. 
So it all breaks down for easy mobility, but then it's a projector that's on Josh's empty space where his keyboard stand was. Huh. So it really makes the keyboard a, a cool instrument. And a focal point, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a Shots fired. <laughs> did, we, did we kind of get that idea? We opened for uh, Afro Man yeah. a couple years ago. And wow, the really? DJ booth had that around. That, it. Was DJ our, booth. that was our first big show. But the, DJ, the DJ booth had that guy. He it, had the projection and the lights. And it didn't have on. a projection on it, but it was strained with really cool lights LEDs that was you could see through it. Yeah. And he had lights going on for the for the DJ booth, and so I kind of thought, well, that would be super cool. But let's put what can we put that around? You know, we thought maybe we could project something on the drums, or um, but his, you know, the empty. I was just looking at his keyboard. You know, the empty space there. I mean, that seemed like yeah. kind of a perfect oh, yeah. fit to go around there. And it's a line for you to hang. It's a perfect square. square. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah it makes perfect on sense. On the base, we were thinking. If uh, and it puts it up front for the pe- for the people, you know. Well, yeah, it puts it right there for them. It's one of those things that you would think uh, would be a common thing for people to do, but it's not. You know what I mean? Because it's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's like you you would think that would have already taken off like years ago, but I've never seen that. It's before. kind of a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, and. I'm surprised they don't make like an like Guitar Center doesn't sell an easy version of it. You know, yeah. they sell an easy like musician's friend version uh-huh. of the screen projector. You know, well, the keyboard we, 300 screen bucks. projector we, comes with a guitar. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, and then, <laughs> <laughs> but but then there's also the higher brands too. There's like the cheap brand that is obvious, like half the price, but then it breaks after like two shows. You know, that's how, that's well, how they we, get you. We bought a mini projector. We paid like $57 for this thing on Amazon. Wow. For this mini little, it's They're tiny, little bitty projector. It does not great video quality, but it works perfect for what we what need. Yeah. And for really close range. And it, pra- it, it projects it, I mean, like 60 inch area. And, and so I was like, well, they have these and it's $57. You know, we just made a little bit of money and let's, let's do it, you know. Um, that's a great idea because, like, if you think about most of the time when a band has video and they're projecting it, it's on a wall in a random spot behind them. Yeah, or behind. Yeah, behind them is a big one. Or over them, so yeah, it's like shining them. on. Yeah, them. but that like, could be. You overkill. guys found the yeah. way, found the like that awesome way to make it in front of the band. So it kind of takes some attention away. Yeah. And, well. Uh, yeah, that's like a perfect spot. With that too, really. we we were looking at videos of of us playing, and we're all like this. We all just look down. We all look down when we play. <laughs> so, you know, I, I look up, you know, but I'm usually with my eyes closed, and we're just like, ah, you know, going at it. But we were kind of like, well, how can we make our stage presence look a little bit better? Oh, we'll just completely take the focus off of us, <laughs> and we can do whatever we want. On stage, we're you know? still learning, yeah. people. We're still learning. We, our concept. Everybody's learning. <laughs> our concept is really, we have to put out a theatrical show. Almost, you know, we have yeah. a concept. Well, nowadays, you have to stand up. You yeah. To make this, you can't just be playing clothes down in front of people playing music. You got to get somebody something to look at. They, if they don't have a TV in the bar, you know, they're like, where, where am I supposed to look? And it kept where people there. You, usually, <laughs> sometimes when we play, you know, you have people coming and going. It kept people in front of us, you know, which was interesting yeah. to see the difference in this show. I mean, I feel like there were people... Yeah, that's what I've told people like, when they asked me how the show went. I was like, well, turnout-wise, you know, I was pretty happy, but just with the, the type of turnout that it was, it was like, I'd rather have the 50 people who were... Standing there attentive, 
than yeah. 200 people who are just kind of trying to have a conversation with themselves. I don't look mm-hmm. up very often when I play, but uh, when I did, there was always people like surrounding us at that show, like just in awe watching this video. And PG? Yeah. Okay. And people that, sure people that go to PG, I've noticed <laughs> really want to hear uh, yeah. more open yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. It was they appreciate cool. art there. Yeah, it was cool too to see um, the lead singer of Potato Boy. Oh yeah. Too, she she had her phone out and was recording us. <laughs> I was like, oh cool, yeah, Rare Dog Days. Rare Dog Days, yeah, yeah. But it was cool. I was like, oh wow. What's up, Drew? That's What's awesome. What's up, Drew? <laughs> you guys know Drew? Yeah. Yeah. Drew's pretty one of our early. Cool. Went to high school with him actually. He's a cool He's kid. He's awesome. That's how I knew him. good too, right? I was like, man, I've known you for years. We gotta, I gotta get you on the podcast. Uh, so, how, uh, so, one thing I definitely wanted to, to ask, and it's pretty common, like, question for band interviews, but, uh, as far as influences, and this is how I'm going to ask it, because <laughs> to a full band, do you guys have any shared influences that's like an artist that you talk, that ev- all four of you talk about all the time? Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, no, not really. That's just... Funny yeah. thing about all four of us, we come from different. I mean, like we have shared interests. Like Josh and I both appreciate jazz. He's way more into it than I am. I'm way into like hip hop, way more than anybody else in the band. Yeah. I'm kind Matt's, of into hip hop, like he's into jazz. I'm like, yeah, I recognize <laughs> this is some of the awesomest stuff yeah. ever. You know, Matt's <laughs> more into metal, death metal, bring yeah. it on. You know, yeah. and then Andrea comes more of a classic rock background and you know folk rock stuff. And but we all uh, like all that stuff. Yeah. We yeah. all appreciate it all. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the big thing. Is Yeah, it's like if, I don't know, you meet people pretty, it seems like pretty often that are just stuck in one, like one train of thought musically. Like all they listen to is pop country or all they listen to is, you know, uh, classic rock because they, a lot of people still listen to the radio. I mean, it still exists. I there must the still be people work, listening. You might listen to the radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Classic rock's like my go-to genre. So well, I'm, yeah, I love it. I'm, I don't really like the term dad rock so much because some of those songs are just like people make fun like there are hipster types that will make fun of like hotel california yeah that song is fucking badass like you can't yeah. deny how badass well, that song is. and i remember how much you hate the eagles all their songs are really good I get the yeah other that's what i'm saying like, I if, if not like is that a bad fucking day i don't listen to the eagles <laughs> yeah well, i play in a band with uh my uncle the boat monkeys and you know and all the, the members in that band are you know 15 years older than I so and lived through all that you know, yeah. and they don't like the term classic rock yeah it's well, rock dad rock yeah. it's rock sorry <laughs> that pisses me off it's like, classic rock it's rock I yeah. you're almost exactly. dead I have Dude, a it doesn't matter what you say yeah but you're starting to hear Pearl Jam and Nirvana on classic oh, rock sure. Metallica like, what yeah. I have yeah. Metallica <laughs> makes more sense I guess you I know was, it really started going wrong in, on Headbangers Ball when Aerosmith was on Headbangers Ball like what? You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there's who bangs their head to Aerosmith, even like, if it's like poison or something. Plague to Aerosmith, but, yeah, uh, Aerosmith, but poison yeah. the attic, and then classic rock. I don't. I mean, I like Aerosmith. I'm just saying, like, no, I like the old. It's not like, really no. like head banging. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have like an hour for head banging, and like, so let's please do something. <laughs> Didn't like we that. have yeah. a discussion about how Aerosmith is like? Collectively, the best band. No, I, I'm ever. going to definitely say that. <laughs> I, I've thought about that a lot, and I think Aerosmith, because of its con- their continued 
improvement on getting more audience members. I mean, they'll always have whatever they had before. How many yeah. like it's three that's birds the greatest band have, of all time. has that oh. band have had like <sighs> since the seventies, eighties, nineties? Every decade <laughs> they come back with this killer album, and everybody's like, "I gotta have it." I gotta like have it. even Jane more drugs and other yeah. yeah. shit. Yeah. That was actually a pretty. I mean, that was a catchy fucking song. Yeah. First it, tape I ever went out and bought with my own money when I was a little kid was Permanent Vacation. So. I'm not. You I'm know, not I, I, I used to listen to Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Like, I, that's what I, I'm saying. I got rocks when I was 15, and I really would, you know, nominate that as one of the top albums to say, "Wow, that, this is what adults go through." When they yeah. you know, express the ones at the edge. I, you know, I, I used it. to listen to Arrowhead and go to sleep to it. Put you know, listen Arrowhead. to Arrowhead. What a great! I've been drinking beer. I've been drinking Arrowhead. That great Native American. It reminded her of Arrowheads that we were talking about that and. David yes. pointed out oh Arrowheads have no. been coming up in my life lately. It's weird that you messed <laughs> that up because it really had, like, Arrowheads for some reason. Okay. We're all quick, connected. really quick story. I'm not trying to make this about me. <laughs> but no, really quick please. story. Recently, uh, me and uh, a few friends, actually, Adam went, uh, Adam Roberts in Itter. Um, we went down to Kentucky, uh, Franklin, Kentucky, over by Bowling Green, and. There's this place there called Octagon Hall. Are you anybody familiar with it? No. Well, it's a Confederate museum, and it's a haunted house cool. at night. So you, nice. like, like you go there, and, it, and, I mean, there's this ghost hunting team, and they didn't convince me that ghosts are real. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I don't know. Adam told me there was more activity the time before, but I don't know. I, I didn't, like, I don't if know. If there are any ghosts in here, please shit. speak like loud. That's how it please goes. Please speak loud that's, and clear that's into that's the microphone. That's how it goes for me when yeah. it, the whole, like, haunted thing comes up. I'm like, so is there something that's supposed hey, to happen? Maybe we'll or? get some EVP on this. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. you, man. Some internet. <laughs> <laughs> They did say, people People said that ghosts said fuck you to them. People, like, some of the like the people arranging the tour or whatever, <laughs> they like were... Ghosts yeah. with Tourette's. I, no, ghosts. I, I ghosts have a little EVP experience, but awesome. that's a whole other interview. <laughs> My fiance <laughs> despises me sometimes because I don't believe in that stuff. I, I, felt, I almost said shit, but like... I believe that shit. I, I, I don't say shit. I don't, I don't want to, like disrespect people's beliefs. If everyone that died was a I don't ghost, either, but we'd just be, everything would just be ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like, there'd just be ghost piled hey on man, each other. There's, there's like a hundred billion <laughs> people that have died. Like, <laughs> yeah. They'd be uh, everywhere. I live, I live in I don't know. Like there my is house is a hundred years old. Well, if you believe in reincarnation, crazy. You know, then some of them go back. Yeah. Back in. They're caught between realms, I don't know. man. <laughs> Why only some? Just the real assholes get just thrown back into the population. Like, I, I don't know. That's, that's a weird thing. No, it's a, You'll hear crazy shit off in the distance. And it's like, like the whole upstairs is carpeted, but it'll sound like somebody's moving large furniture on a wooden floor upstairs. You're like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely I not haunted. Yeah, see, I, I've never had an experience, so that's I guess that's why I'm skeptical. But I'm not, I'm not totally close to it happening. Like I went to that haunted house where other people said they heard ghosts there. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. You know, How I y'all tried. ghosts doing? Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Exactly. I love that shit. I, I tried, I, and nothing happened, so I'm still skeptical. It's your negative energy, man. Yeah. When, I, when I was in high school, you have to believe. It's like the Ouija board. It's like Santa yeah. Claus. Well, when I was in high school, um, for our newspaper, I was on newspaper, and I was on, yeah, I, 
I speak very eloquently, if you haven't noticed. But I was, <laughs> I was on Whoa. the newspaper, and we did like a Halloween edition where we got to stay overnight at the Willard Library here okay. in Evansville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were ghost hunters there. You know, they the gray lady. They were doing all kinds of EVP. Okay. I had to literally leave the room because they were like, okay, everyone needs to be serious in here. And they were they had their microphones. Like one person was sitting with her microphone like this, and the other person was interviewing ghosts. And they were trying to get EVP. They and, did that there, too. Yeah, and they were like, they, they, I had to leave because the guy said, if there are any ghosts in here, please speak loud and clearly into the microphone. Like, oh, okay. Yes, yeah, <laughs> come on, step. Loudly step. and clearly. You know Next. that thing that wasn't invented when <laughs> you were alive? Yeah. Just talking to that. Let yeah. me do that. You know, this. Here, here, the microphone's here. This is a microphone. <laughs> talking to that. At that time, I had to leave. It was, it was really too much for me. <laughs> I got laughing. They, that would have been the next thing. Fucking like bitch smacked that microphone out Did of your hand. Did they do the flashlight thing? No, what's uh, that? They uh, they had these touch-sensitive flashlights, and they put them like, on dressers and different places. Oh, wow. And then, so they would tell the ghost to turn them on and turn them off. <laughs> well, but they would actually turn, on, turn and on and turn off by themselves. That's not to say there wasn't a person with a yeah. remote. Right. Or but static electricity. Yeah, or those, uh, like that. Those, yeah. those rods, the dowel rods or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they're, on, they're like basically wires that are turned... You know, bent in a 90 degree angle and then a bunch of beads put on the hand where there would be handles okay and so if there's ghosts they can move them i guess oh, or, okay and so you know you hold there like this you're it like could be like which water underneath you, you know it's the same the thing as no. like uh suspending Dividing. you know suspending or uh suspending a crystal or something yeah, and it yeah. goes to one side yeah, yeah yeah and so you know my friend was holding these rods and it boom went to her shoulder really fast Wow. I was like, oh, that's weird, but, you know, this is it could also be anything, you know, your yeah, a slight yeah. tilt could move it, I don't know, I'm yeah. a little skeptical too, but also, uh, you know, I ain't afraid of no ghosts, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying hello, <laughs> hello ghosts, I, no one's ever suggested ghosts <laughs> I'm not gonna cause spontaneous say combustion. it's not real. Either, because I just don't. Know. I'm not saying I'm it's not like real, that. but I'm saying I didn't see anything <laughs> yeah. that was convincing. Yeah. It's almost yeah. turning into one of those like L. Ron Hubbard getting audited for Scientology yeah. things. Like, hold these two rods. Now you see this meter that's. You have. <laughs> oh yeah. The human Ghost body. The human body has electrical resistance, anyways. But we're gonna make you think that you have these powers inside of you. I, it's better to just get a good Ouija board. <laughs> yeah, that that that's creepy enough. I guess. How do you explain like light bulbs bursting though? Well, I mean, you know, uh, if ghosts are here, yeah, who that's, cares? That's but if they're crazy. talking to you, that's kind of cool. When things fly yeah, across well, the room, they talk to I have the friends that experienced that. And I worked with Willard, but apparently they did. Like, like one of them said, one of them, like Adam said that uh, they said down his down name. Yeah, that's where they were recording. We're having two conversations at this point. Yeah. I actually appreciate that. It's funny because like, a lot of times I'll be sort of negative about people. So can you split these? We'll just have a conversation in this microphone. For some reason, people believing in magic is a very cool thing to me. Because even if they're not exactly right the way they're saying it. They probably died. I only had half battery. Still like that openness. Yeah, I get it. And if you actually get the experience that makes you believe it, then good for you. Yeah. You know, as long as, as long as you're not making stupid decisions after that, it, you yeah, know, it's yeah. like it changes life. I already have really crazy, unexplained, recurring nightmares, so like I don't oh, think yeah. I need anything that really happens to give me nightmares. So. Has yeah. anyone here seen a ghost while we're on the topic? Well, I, you want to start? I was, <laughs> I was convinced, uh, probably like, let's see, my baby brother. 
my baby brother. My middle brother had already been born and he was in a crib, so I was probably about four or five years old. And I was convinced one night that I, it's like a classic uh, stereotype of seeing something outside of your doorway because it's yeah. dark and like the shadows are playing tricks on you or whatever. Yeah. And I saw these like two evil slit slanted yellow glowing eyes just coming like closer and closer and closer to me. Wow. Like, uh, and you know, your instinct is to pull the covers up, like <coughs> up, up to your eyeballs yeah. because that's a, a shield from the paranormal apparently. Even at that young of an age, you have that instinct. And I shit you not, this thing crept all the way up to my bed and wow. grabbed my leg and I just freaked out, ran through the room, right through it, to my grandma, and that was the only thing in my life I think that has ever happened like that. But I don't know if it was like I was in between sleeping and having a nightmare. I don't know. But it was uh, that very happens real. To, that happens to me all the time. I, I This happened to me last week where I Yellow was, was, eyes, I was sleeping. No, <laughs> no, but I was sleeping Whoa, and I wake closer. up. I mean, I, I have dreams all the time that are I'm half, half in and half out. Yeah, yeah. And I wake up and there's oh, a full-blown man standing behind my door and it's creeping out behind it and i sit up in my bed i'm like is this happening right now and then i just go you know it takes me a minute to kind of wake up and come to it and then i'm so convinced that it's there you know i I see it at one point and then you know a few seconds later i'm like do you ever have well it's not there but what do you do the presence was super there do you ever do you ever have like just look for seconds until it until i kind of blink again and it's not there but you don't move no do you ever have like <laughs> frozen uh, solid <laughs> oh the, night terrors maybe the episodes it, of uh, like what they call sleep paralysis yeah where, where, you, you, where you feel like something in the room with you yeah. but you can't move like that's that's happened to me several yes. times and yes it's like a I've heard of that. There's or like an apparition in the room with you. Sometimes it's very... You can't move, uh, get yourself to move at all. ...distinct, and you can see every feature. Yeah. And you for can me, tell it's going to look in your ass. Like me. For me, it's, me, it's like just some crazy, <laughs> unex- oh my God. unexplained, God. like, <laughs> monstrous terror that can't you can't even comprehend, and it's always, like, reaching for me. Oh, like, shit. I can't wake. I can't, I can't wake myself up. I can't move, like... This is this sucks. The death metal is making sense now. We man. struck we struck pay dirt with this with this topic. <laughs> well, I wasn't even trying to. I have a friend whose mom and she's my friend. You know, I can I just know her because my friend's mom. So yeah. like she you know she loves my friend, um, but she's a medium and okay. she has told me things that make me go, oh my god, you know. And she knew things the first time I even met her. I sat in her living room. And a friend was like, Wait, can you do, give me a reading? Can you give me a reading? And um, she was like, no, but I can read you. And she pointed mm-hmm. at me, you know? Mm-hmm. And she knew things about me that I had no clue about. My mom, yeah. my mom passed away whenever I was 16. And I remember we had um, this dog at the time, his name was Samson, it was a little Shih Tzu. And my mom used to say, little shits. But he would sit in this glider with my mom all the time. And my mom always had this, she had cancer. And so she would sit in this glider and have a fan on her. She'd get hot. And so she'd sit there and glide with the dog on her lap. And I was 
16 at the time and I was upstairs in my room I was home alone and I came down and Samson is sitting in the chair it's rocking back and forth Samson's asleep in the chair in mm-hmm. this glider it's gliding back and forth and the fans on this is after my mom died and I'm like oh Whoa. weird and then I go so I turn the fan off and you know go back upstairs I come back down and the fans on Samson's still asleep <laughs> in the chair and Whoa. at that point, I was just like, well, okay. <laughs> uh, I just go back upstairs. Maybe you know? Samson it, was a lot smarter than you thought he was. I so was going to say, what could, if what if she taught him to turn the fan on? <laughs> you know, I don't know. That would explain it. I don't know. No opposable thumb no, thing. I don't it was able to... F- that, that is... That, yeah. That wow. kind of freaked me out yeah, a little bit. That I can sounds get like a lot. Yeah. scene in a movie or something. Yeah. That's crazy. And and the, in a movie, that's, the like, jumps, that's a really like the jump scare, but the I was, vivid thing. Like I was not ever afraid, you know. Like I knew, well, that's that's my mom, or if that, or whatever that is, it's not. I'm not afraid of it, you know. Did and I'm actually glad it's that? there. Um, no, we didn't go into that, but she knew things about my mom. She never met me before, and she she talked to me about my mom in a way that I went, okay. Uh, I don't know how you could know this stuff. I mean, even my friends were there could have never of. Uh, she wasn't like doing a good job at dry reading you. No, it, she knew specific things. She knew specific things about my brother. She knew specific things about my brother and my dry my humping? family. That yeah. was like okay. Did she dry hump you? <laughs> Did she dry hump you? Just like mom no. used dry reading. <laughs> Uh, at least what? spit on. That's her. what. That's at what least that is. spit on the reading. <laughs> oh, but no, but I love that's Sheila. I, I believe yeah. her. I was gonna say. <laughs> I mean, she's, I was gonna she's say, a legit, legit medium. In if my she, opinion. if she said out of the thin, air, out of out of fucking thin air, you, if you didn't tell her beforehand, and your friends didn't know about it, and then the medium was like, yeah, uh, your mom said she was swinging with the dog on her lap. Whoa, just recently you know what i mean like yeah what if she had oh man that, so i thought that's where you were going and i my mind was about to explode oh no no, no, no. <laughs> it already no. it already had like it already no, there was already was, an explosion with it, the story of the fan being turned back on what it was like is she told me something uh that my mom um it's how she would say it you know she said something okay. about like um you know like girly girl you know oh. and it was like a specific thing that made me go and the way I don't know maybe she had me you know what I mean but it was like and also it could be just simply the fact that I at that moment in my life I was searching for anything yeah to connect with my mom again too so it, well, on both sides I have to keep in mind weren't right did she did she no, like kind of go through said, cycle of them no she knew things First about time, my brother like, um that's awesome and huh. uh which I won't go into because I feel like I don't want to, I don't know, betray well, brother, any family members really and, family. and privacy he's and family not, his, history or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. she knew things. I mean, and it was no way that, I mean, my friends aren't sitting around talking about me and my family to a friend that is not directly in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or our lives. And this friend was a friend of a friend. And I was over there hanging out. Like, that's not... You know, I think that's the way that Just, I am, too. There's some people where I can say, hey, if you want to, come over here and I'll tell you all about yourself. You know, I, I don't think of myself as a psychic, but some people I read so well, I'm like, if you yeah. talk to me, you would probably be well advised to just hang out with me for a few hours. 
and walk away feeling a little better. I need to meet know? these psychics because everyone I've ever talked to. She works at Home Depot. She's a master gardener. <laughs> really? She's in town. Yeah, she lives in Newburgh. She's yeah, amazing. I think obviously there are some of them that are fake, though. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying it's not real. Uh, some people are doing it for profit. I am skeptical she's, of it. She's but not. She actually was invited to do a show and she turned it down. Really? She's not. She's like, I'm not about that. I'm not about trying to seek well, fame or do. Be said for that, she's that like, I'm here to just. I have a gift, and I'm here to help people. You know, I'm not yeah. here and, to. And obviously, she's picking the people she's gonna. She's read. got the shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. like, that's what was believable for using me. My technique. You know? <laughs> heard of maybe so. Doctor James Randy. Yeah. Who? Doctor James Randy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've talked about him on a podcast. He's a skeptic from way back who's offered a million dollars to any any medium who can prove they're a medium to him. No one has since the 70s. Not a single person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. That's, that's the thing, though. Yeah, that's why I'm like, that's, you know, I, I've read up on it, and that's why. I Skepticism your, is the most understandable position when it comes yeah, to anything yeah. paranormal. It's your negative sure. energy, man. That's what, is, what she said, though. Like, I just what think. you're wanting. Yes, hear. exactly. I don't so know like, if it's that or I'm like, damn, you sure knew some things that made me believe you. It's cool that you still have an open be. mind about it. You're, yeah. you're still, like, on the fence about it, even after you were, like, touched by it you know yeah you have like, that's you awesome know, i'm still a skeptic don't get me wrong you know i have things i'm like um, i mean i'm kind of like okay you know uh i think i am personally really wanting anything anything to make that connection again you know with yeah. my mom and i i searched for a long time i mean we did a lot of weird stuff you know after my friends, kind of reminds me of, you know, we did a lot of weird things that I'm kind of like, well, I'll never dabble with any of that again, <laughs> just because I saw everything but what I wanted to see. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I can. Yeah, That's a. Uh, did of, any of that come through? Years ago. The, what? <laughs> what did you say? What? No, I don't want to say that. <laughs> well, it's it's it recorded now. But but you please know, take that off the record. All the implications. If you say two thousand years ago, you pretty much just killed this dude. Yeah. Uh, well, just, everybody was grasping for something at the time. They needed something, and then there was happened to be this figure who existed. Yeah, I think yeah. that's, that's big. Yeah. 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 Let's not go down that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's we uh, could talk about that for longer than the, like forty-five it, minutes we have left. The oldest saying is. Necessity is the mother of invention. Sure. Yeah, it's all in your thing. There's, there's space within the title. Do you, you yeah. touch on space? Do you make a uh, point to yeah, it? I mean, yes, please. Uh, let's talk about space. I think it's come up. Um, I need another beer for this. But yeah, I'm, the reason it's Tri-State Space Program actually is because I'm Jake the Astronaut. Uh, my acoustic Neat. stuff I used to do back in the day, it was always it was called Jake the Astronaut. Well, let's do a little interview with you then because why do you choose that name? <laughs> uh, well, I chose that name because when I was... 15 or 16 when I came up with it uh, I was a big fan of that uh, of the band Something Corporate you remember those guys? I heard I remember Pop the name. Pop punky like piano-y rock and uh, Pop punk piano wow yeah, there's a little yeah. bit of alliteration going on there yeah 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 It's uh, they were really good when I was 15 now looking back on it like I like it nostalgia wise but I I realize that ugh, like I understand why Cringe. I liked it when I was 15 Cringe. and I don't listen to it anymore but Anyway, it gave me a good name, I think, because uh, uh, they had a song called The Astronaut, and um, that's where I, like, I, I, it was about being high on life, I guess, and at the time, I was like, oh, that'd be a good name, and I just, so I kind of ripped it off of something corporate a little bit, but astronauts are, I mean, come on, you know, 
Well, yeah. I thought it would be a good connection if we went from like you know music to magic to space. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about space. We're gonna go through all realms, baby. <laughs> you know, we're, we just, we're just stardust in the wind, dude. We are <laughs> farting the world when everyone. Did you know? Uh, or actually, I listened to part of the a podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he was mm -hmm. talking about rogue planets. You guys know about road rogue, rogue planets? planets? Are they they're just mean, like evil off the chart <laughs> planets? They're like George Carlin, his comedy, if that were a planet. You know what I mean? Like rogue, like off the beaten path. No, they're they're just floating. They don't have a gravitational have a like obligation. Okay. Okay. So they just like float out in the middle of nowhere. And wow. uh, yeah, and they're, they're not dark. part of a solar. They system. don't. Yeah, they don't have a sun shining on them. And there's no light illuminating them, so they're just fucking dark. Sounds and like spaceships to me. Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah, says yeah. that uh, he thinks that there could be life on them because geothermal energy can produce life. We've seen it at the uh, floor of the ocean, so... Yeah, how interesting is that shit? There could be just yeah. geothermal life floating in space on wow. a fucking rogue planet. Now we're getting up could be to, how we got there. to current events. Could be. Uh, NASA's supposed to announce... Like some major, big announcement. They always have a yeah. big announcement, and it's Everybody never. Says, it's gonna be aliens. It's never, never lions <laughs> on another planet. But yeah, yeah, they yeah. have their speculation on this that it's flowing water. water on Mars. But wow, who knows? the way to form? And no, like underneath the ground. Maybe? I, I have no idea. It could just be like we have some new telescope. You never There's know. There's tectonic plates on <laughs> Mars. I don't see. I don't see how that would be. I mean, you know, the fact that one of the moons on Saturn, right, is like has I don't know three times more waters. I yeah, don't know, yeah. Quote me exactly. More than the Earth. I mean, it's not <laughs> as big as the Earth, but the Earth's not covered in water. You know, we're kind of isn't having uh, a, a, you know water all around, but the core is so big. One yeah, of the yeah. one of the moons of Saturn or Jupiter, where the Vulcans come from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's almost it's Fox. Saturn. It's where Spock's it's got, from, it's right? Got all the, I mean, it's got all kinds of different moons. It's probably the future of the human race is around Saturn as opposed to yeah. Mars. Because if we can get yeah. to Mars, we can probably get to Saturn, too. How long does it take yeah. to get to Mars? Like, three years? Five years? No, I think it's like a few months. No way. Even if it was five oh, years. No to way. get to Mars? No way. It's like six no months, idea. isn't it? To get there? Holy shit. We could count. I want to go to Mars. Found out how many light or whatever. I think it's spaces. six months. Yeah. yeah. Anybody, you have to go at a certain time. Right now can but totally check that right shot now. Yeah. Yeah. Into yeah, yeah. Uh, six months, I think, is... Here's is a bunch of random facts. Elon Musk has this... Are they facts? We don't know. I'm not sure. We should look that up. Elon Musk has this crazy concept of... He Thing wants to send people to Mars, yeah. obviously. <laughs> he said he can do it for like half a million dollars Pure. a person. Yeah. Nonsense. You know, I don't know if you guys just have a half a million laying around, because I know I do, but... <laughs> I'm not going to spend it on that. I might that. have a half a yeah. hundred <laughs> laying around. I mean, they haven't even developed like a terraform there yet, so I don't know if I'm going to... What's that Richard Branson guy is trying to figure out how to get everybody to... Get a trip to go to space for like a thousand dollars. Virgin Mobile guy. Oh yeah, Virgin yeah, yeah. Guy. It's like an it's like an airplane ride kind of out of the yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is pretty. I'm cool. coming back like the guy Who's from Red Bull. <laughs> Just yeah. Jumping out. Yeah, that's weird to uh, to go to Mars to think of going to Mars and dying on Mars. Like, how fucking terrible is that? Maybe the, maybe the bacteria from your body decomposing will, like, 
do a butterfly effect on Mars. And Obviously, it's not a question of how many wow. people want to go to Mars. A million people happily go to Mars. What are the probably? What are the implications of us going to Mars? I mean, well, that's something I thought of. What I thought of as a kid was like, it takes so long to travel through space to get to somewhere. Eventually, we're gonna have to have like multi-generational space. Yeah. So, like, this family is bred to travel through space. We'll probably freeze oh, the wow. egg. Yeah. 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 Race and, you this know, is the like way the cryogenics will be. I totally figured it out, Joe. Thanks for saying that. When the cryogenics <laughs> work, isn't that you freeze Dr. Josh a 40-year-old guy like me. It's you freeze me whenever I'm a zygote. Uh, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Think of less space. You could make like put it, you know, ten thousand or a million, uh, you know, people in the same space. It takes wow. so like oh. human many. And then have the robots. <laughs> have the robots that are like, you know, the equivalent of Carl Jung and Carl Sagan and all the other hot Carls out there. The <laughs> hot Carls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Raise us until we can finally, you know, and like teach us what it is that we are, you know, because well, wow. Hopefully we know what we are by the end. There's some sort of satellite probe that we sent out in the 70s. Uh, I think it was when Carter was president, and it has like a hundred, a hundred or like 200 images on it. Which you know, hey aliens, do you know how JPEG format works? Um, you know, and Windows operate. I don't. Do you guys have Windows? But <laughs> has Bill Gates gone that far? I mean, it, in the 70s we didn't even have that. I don't know why the fuck I said that, but. There's like 200 or so images <laughs> on, this, yeah. on this probe that supposedly summarizes uh, humanity, where it <laughs> came from, and like, you know, the hope is that some intelligent being will run into this, hopefully. Haven't, re haven't we received it. messages back, though? Yeah. The wow message, you ever yes. heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. They, what now? There's some signals that they've bounced out in the space, and they started getting some sort of response from some signal, and, but the sound that comes in sounds like wow. They're like, we have no idea what this sound They're is. They're impressed. Or even, <laughs> even in, wow, dude. wasn't there something that was sent back, like crop circles even have had like messages in it with like, uh, with, with, I hate to like, break it to you, but that's people. That's people. Yeah. Well, that's I know, but that's been proven. Been proven. It's, it's, those, right. are, those are artists. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would love to believe it's aliens. No, those are, no, it's, 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 no, 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 maybe it wasn't crop circles, but I, feel, I remember yeah. we got a... We did it, yeah. I think it's a message back where it talked about what kind of energy system was used. Oh, man, I have to... Well, I shouldn't have brought it up. Never heard of that. No, it's cool. Because <laughs> Never heard of that. Here's the thing is, Andrew's a thing gullible I, member of our group. You're right. Comes to stuff. And, but that's the thing is, it's like we, you need a most gullible. Gullible? We have to, I believe in ghosts. I, I open my mind when she no, starts I don't, to talk. I don't. That's the whole point. <laughs> You know, I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, like, you know no, what? I'm gonna listen to what you have to say about love too. No, I recently, no. I'm not sure. Right. <laughs> I, really, what? I, I listen to what you say about love. Oh yeah, why should it, anyone it's listen? Like, if, if you're gullible, then <laughs> you're my friend. I've got to listen to what you have to say and really say. Well, let me tell you what I hey, think guys. about that. Hey guys, yeah, we all get on each other, but I'm gullible. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, okay, uh, no, no, what, when we say gullible. That's it, read forth, breaking up. Yeah. We're on a hiatus. <laughs> we have a new name. Read. I got it. Uh, new name, tell the breakups. Let's get to breakups on tomorrow. my podcast. The less skeptical <laughs> is how I would put it. Okay, well, I would like that to be made on my podcast. I have a lot of, uh, hey, yeah, I'll believe it until. This is revolutionary, dude. You, you know, I'm really <laughs> super optimistic. I think sometimes that gets The word gullible, like, apparently is a bad connotation. It kind of does, but I think, I don't know. I think maybe. That there's there's probably a better way to say it, but it would take at least like eight or ten words. Yeah, you know. I was. I was go ahead. I'd like to hear. So <laughs> that's, that's, no one can expect you. Yeah, no one can expect Naive. you to know exactly how to say that. <laughs> what 
got the it. other synonyms. Uh, okay, now, no, we're, no, no, like now we're getting there. A phrase, like a string of words, like a... You Euphemisms know. never make me feel better. You're open, hey, you're, you're open to things. I think I'm the one that have said the least here, because whenever I open my mouth, you just know it's not... I don't know a whole lot about this topic. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I bring it up, and I'm like, well, that's not right. What? <laughs> You know. Sorry, Andrew. It's okay. I'm fine. <laughs> well, I feel sorry you know. for us. We can't. We don't believe in ghosts as much. You know? yeah. Hey, I, you know, I, I really just want to believe in believe in us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you didn't know, we're on the we're on the Tri-State Space Program podcast, and we are a band. We're not just some random group of people talking about this. I don't have. No, surely you listen from the beginning, and yeah. yeah, in anything. What a way to segue. Yeah, but and well, hopefully, if you get people to forget what they're listening to, like that's you know might be really. Oh, cool this thing. is maybe a one. This come is hang one out of the best us. ones I've done. Yeah, like this one. This one's awesome. You guys have made it really good. Uh, uh, that sounded like I'm ending it, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> 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 this not, has been fun, everyone. Yeah, it's not a. Yeah, I'm not wrapping it up yet, but um, so where I guess a, a, another good question. Going back to music, at least uh, for the time being. Where have you guys played around? Around here or beyond? Like Just where? Evansville, Evansville, yeah. Newburgh. Uh, anywhere outside of that? No. No. Uh, no. I think uh, you know we definitely have intentions and plans to uh, in the works of getting shows. Getting shows you know, reaching out other places. Um, Just not there yet. And I feel like uh, one of the things when we set this up, I wanted us. We practiced and we did a record before we ever played shows out. You know, yeah. I feel like it's super important for us to um, hone our craft and, and make sure that we are in a good place before we go out and play for people, you know. And I was brutally honest with us, you know, it's like, well, we're not ready. You know, nope, we're not ready. And I feel, I feel like once we got there, you know, we're still, you know, I still am like super critical. That's like one of my, um, it's a blessing and a curse all in itself, you know. I can be yeah. so critical to a point where it can also kind of, uh, hold us back and in reality we just got to put ourselves out there and see and people either like it or they don't you know and, uh, and we kind of mixed up that attitude too it's like when we first started we talked about you know don't say yes to everything you know don't yeah. you know have some exclusivity and you know try to we don't want to you know flood ourselves and be out playing every weekend you know and just so you know and and that's true I think we've we've taken things that come and we do what we can, and we, we that's one thing that is exactly right. We don't want to oversaturate ourselves. You okay, know, yeah. Too. That can happen. Nobody yeah. likes it when you're like, hey, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Just mm-hmm. let the, let it happen. And I think Matt's done a really great job with our Facebook page. He takes um, interesting things and puts on, on our page, you know, that doesn't have anything to do with our music. You know, it's just a conversation like what we just had here. I think as a yeah. band... We have other things to bring to the table besides just music. You know, we're all uh, people who like to socialize and um, you know form conversations. Uh, so I think it's I think I think Matt does a really good job of putting it out there for people. I have a friend who he posted something and a friend was like, I told like 20 people about that <laughs> that that article you posted. You know, it's like okay, awesome. it's a conversation that's getting started. And then, yeah, they associate the conversation with us and then. And what are they doing? And then yeah, what are, what are they up to? <laughs> you know, and it's more of an event. When, yeah, yeah, we're it's more of an event than someone that's, being like. That's something we talked about. Yeah, for sure. We don't want to just be people in plain clothes going up and playing our song in front of people. We want it to be more of like an event. Like we want people to think, you know. Okay. Like this. That's you know, definitely a, yeah. something that it's kind of like a. What's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, 
performance. Well, just that's definitely admirable, though. <laughs> yeah. That's just a great way to say it. Just that's a good. Just to uh, be more of a. I, I really whenever the same I old thing. I played solo, um, and I I play at the Deerhead once a month, and then it went down to once every other month, and then um, I went back to school and I stopped playing music and focused on school, mm -hmm. and. Uh, whenever I got into my professional career, you know, that was a big thing. Like, my last year of college, we formed this, you know, because I knew once yeah. I would like to get back out. Coming back into Evansville, like, well, for well, for example, like, playing at Deerhead, I had to beg people to come out and see my shows. You yeah. know, like, I'm playing there, and people are like, well, we have lives, too. You know, I was playing a couple days a week, and then I'd be like, hey, I'm playing tonight, and... And tomorrow night, please, I know you came out last night, but, you know, and people in places expect you to bring a crowd, and mm -hmm. it gets it gets a lot. You know, I can't... I you can't all be Lindsay I, Williams. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. How do you do it, Lindsay? <laughs> yeah, oh, man. you're amazing. He's, he's really, yeah. Yeah. I even, okay, and I'll, I'll say this on record about Lindsay Williams. Okay, Lindsay Williams is a, like, fantastic musician. I would love to get him on the podcast uh, to talk to him about music and beyond, but... Uh, the one thing that I that really struck me about him that made me respect him a lot more than I already did was he did that fucking uh, that thing where you like snap while you're doing it. Uh, Good night, sweetheart. Now it's time to go. Mm -hmm. And th that thing, uh, I don't want to sing it and fuck it up. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> That's but quite all right. He does that, and then uh, he did that at the end of his show. I don't know if you've seen his show all the way through, but he he did it's that at the while. end this night at Reraz. A week or two ago, and he fucking started singing it. Then he looped that, sang a harmony, like a high harmony, looped that, sang like another harmony, looped it. Then he did like, do 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 do, like did a bass part. And then, dude, he had a shaker and like all kinds of shit <laughs> wow. for this ending. And it was just vocals. All of it was vocals. Yeah. And he killed. It was, like, well, incredible. The whole point of that is being in control <laughs> of your crowd, too. You know, it's like you're, you're giving yeah. people something super interesting to see. And he does such an amazing job at that. And yeah. on top of it, you know, he is completely in control of, you know, of, of what's happening in, in the mm -hmm. crowd. And I, fe and I feel <laughs> like, you know, that's something that we want to work toward, you know, and luring people in you know our show at pg with when with him starting with moonlight sonata it was so mm -hmm. simple and then joe he added with you know his ebo and it made it like whoa it, it took moonlight sonata to a different place and then it, the image and people kind of were like whoa kind of draws you in draws you in to a place where you're like okay now now we're getting somewhere we're not just playing our music maybe it's I'll also learning around for this maybe yeah. it's learning yeah, okay learning the art of also trying to captivate an audience you know that's 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 something that we've we are trying to do i don't know if we're successful you know obviously yet but it's it's in our minds you know yeah, we're if you combine beethoven and the 37 flood you get a good start that's pretty <laughs> awesome yeah <laughs> that is awesome like that's an awesome concept uh are you going to be doing the projector at future shows? Like, every show? Plan to, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. I mean, uh, unless we're playing outside in the day. As long as Andrea's going to hook it up. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you know, we don't want to, like, wear that out, too. Exactly. I think we're going to switch between different things. And I think, you know, we're going to be playing at the... Um, the Newburgh Harvest Festival, and I think that's not oh, okay. a place that we'll be using that. You know, yeah, I feel like not. 
That's more of an interactive show with people, you know, playing at a a farmer's market. It's super cool because you have all kinds of different people coming through. Old people. Yeah, you can. Did you put a tip jar out? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the last time we give to that. Yeah. I played at Newburgh Farmer's Market a while back. We did pretty well at our last farmer's couple years ago. Uh, Yeah, I was shocked. (laughs) We we made more money at that than we have at any other show we've played so far in town. Newburgh. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I'm cupping well, my mouth so well, there were at also least here that I tried to like smother. People were super generous and it wasn't just they are in Newburgh. people you know it was not adults it was the children <laughs> too it was really cool Some of our to see a child that was one of my <laughs> totally jamming out to some of the music that we're playing. You know, I yeah. love I love watching children. Those just these kids that were really intrigued by what we're doing. Yes, yeah, there there was there was a, little, there was a, a kid. Autistic yeah. kid. Yeah, he was like, you know, his mom came up and was like, I just want to let you know he really likes your music, and he you know, he he's <laughs> you know didn't want to come up, but yeah. she said that. You know, oh, it made yeah, yeah. That's it, awesome. it made us feel really good. Did you know, hear, like yeah. one of my favorites is there's this kid, this little girl, and little boy, and little boy. He was laying down on the concrete in front of us, and you could feel the drums in his chest, and he was like, I can feel it in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel it. It's so cool. <laughs> I hope he grows up to play drums later. It's yeah. like their first experiences really seeing live music, you know, yeah. and it, that's, and awesome. that's exactly where we came from, you know. I, every opportunity I get, like, I really miss, um, you know, I don't get to go out and see live music like I did, you know, and, and so every time I get an opportunity, I go, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, I have a family now and, you know, with kids, it's just, it's, it's harder to go out oh. on the weekends, oh, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just, and through the week, it just, I mean, that's just how it is. Um, life. But, <laughs> life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I only go and, out if I'm playing is pretty much what it's been reduced to. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's <laughs> getting to a point where I love to see children Re- their reaction to music because that's where we all came from. I mean, we all plus kids are so honest. Absolutely, yeah, either they like it or they yeah, don't. Really and and we've we've never had a response for from children that are like, you know, holding mm-hmm. their ears, you know, or no, it, you know, and that says a lot in my opinion. You know, we're if you can have also at the farmers market, there was a, a woman working a booth right next to us. And we had had a lot, our first, we played at the farmer's market two times this summer. The first time we played, we had a guy come up to us and was like, you guys need to turn it out. I can't really hear which is classic, our transactions. Which is classic for us. We're like, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, you guys need to turn down? Yeah. yeah. Turn the oh. drums down. We can't hear our transactions. I'm like, we're like, okay, okay. So then, you know, the next time we play, or... Well, the first time we also though had a woman had to tell sitting us to right. Be quiet at least twice. Well, the woman that yeah. was had her booth right next to us, she was giving us like, you know, rock rock symbols. She was <laughs> seventy years old at least. <laughs> She's like, you guys sound awesome. You know, it's like so we get mixed signals. Obviously, you can't please everyone. She was like out there in the in the fifties <laughs> with Buddy Holly, like, yeah. yeah, killing it. The front row, just like jamming. You know, and I feel as though he wasn't fifties, was he? Where he were was you? 60s. No, he was fifties. Where 50s? were you? When the we really, I thought I had it wrong for a second. We really want to to take. Uh, yeah. In my opinion, I've always been able to read a crowd. You know, I really want to take yeah. the opinions of our listeners. You know, but also in the same hand, I'm kind of like, you know, this is what we do. This you know, you is. this is what it is. You like it or you don't, and I can't please everybody. I mean, we live definitely in an age where there's technologies that you know facebook and all kinds of things everyone has super opinions you know yeah. and are not oh, yeah. afraid to say everybody's got their opinion yeah you know yeah. and 
I think as long as we are just kind to people and we do, we stay true to ourselves and what we initially set out to do, you know, we can't really go wrong, can't right? Go wrong with that. Okay, <laughs> so I didn't ask this before. Do, do you guys uh, ever play covers? Do you have any covers that you mm -hmm. play? That's a good question. You fill uh, up your set with them, or how does it work? Honestly, this is okay. <laughs> so We're we just on our did. Cover game. We just did an interview with News for You that is going to be out this October. Yeah. Or the October issue, yeah. and um, we were asked this question, and we say it's kind of difficult, honestly, because we all, like what Joe was saying, we all come from different musical interests yeah. and so whenever it's time for us to choose a cover we're like two of us are familiar with it two of us never <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah i mean we've got a lot of choices we really <laughs> only do I've a couple there. covers you know because it's hard to find we, we want to do a song that we are super into yeah you know yeah. and that way it can really translate to the audience but yeah your passion for it is still there like it is for the original songs exactly. maybe not as much but just have our own reiteration of the songs and not for them yeah, yeah. exactly and it's like that's kind of what that's we're doing with the cover song too. that we do the, yeah. the cover songs we do are very different from the original versions yeah that's good I mean, I mean that's a good make it your own yeah to it's got to be your own to some extent it can't just be you memorize the tab. Well, no, or, I, you know it, what I mean. It's really like, cool. Part of the intention do that. That's not easy at all. Oh well, no. it is cool, but but at the same time, it depends on the song. If you're playing, uh, I don't know, if it's like Green Day or something, it's all power chords. Mm -hmm. It's like that's not impressive at all that you can play what Billy Joe Armstrong played. But yeah, if you're doing like a Pink Floyd song, it's like yeah, wow, yeah. You guys then it's so pretty perfectly. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you take a song, you put your own emotion into it. That's what we try to do. You know, yeah. we we really try to. Um, put our sound into it and really I'm a, I'm an emotional singer I mean whenever I yeah, sing I just I've listened to you yeah, yeah, yeah. really you are. I feel like sometimes on some of the songs that we do I will just straight up weep on the microphone I mean yeah. and so that's kind of how we try to portray um, some, some of the songs that we do don't I don't cry it's okay it's okay I'm an emotional it's a you know but you know whenever I come out with it it's just Loud. It's raw. It's it's loud. It's uh, you know. I like taking that. We do that with uh, uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Nirvana. We cover that song and we slow it yeah. down. It's completely slow huh. and that's um, pretty cool. And we skip one part. Yeah. How? Yeah, low? we do. Oh, yeah. Is that it? No, yeah, I think uh, it's uh, my oh. libido. No, my I mosquito. Oh, you skip that part. Dun, 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 eh. Oh, we don't do that part. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We don't do that either. Joe, I think we should probably start doing that. I don't know. You could do that little. Isn't that how every musician makes music? Yeah, it's the bum bum bum. I don't want anything that you. Well, I mean, but you guys knew what I was saying because of the bend in the middle. Yeah, and Joe is super good on lead. You know, he will be. He will be like, okay, I don't want to do that lead riff. I don't want to. Mock someone's lead riff, you know. Yeah, I yeah, want. Yeah. I we want talked to... about covering Pink Floyd or Jimi Hendrix. I'm like, I'm not gonna do a note for note. It's like, yeah, yeah not, and we've never. I don't want to go into a bar and hear some dude play that either. So it's like, it's we we're on that where we're trying to be our original, and it's so hard to get. We all interest. we all keep each other in line. I think it to some degree or another. You know, it's like Joe's like the one like, yeah, you know that thing that like will easily make us a lot of money. I don't really want to do that so much. You know, I want to stick more to our original stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. What are you yeah. doing, Matt? I can, I can do it. I can do it. And then I'll get all four of you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys I, I, 
me. Okay, there's okay. We're sitting in a row right now. Uh, I don't know if you can tell by how this sounds, but there's two kind of room mics, and uh, so we're sitting in a row, and I'm on the end, and I noticed that this would be a perfect picture opportunity because <laughs> all four of uh, Reed Four's members' faces, which is a lot of fucking possessive. All of Read 4, their faces are showing, and it's like, you know, we're sitting in like a weird kind of curve. And anyway, I'm going to snap this picture while we're, uh, while we're recording instead of waiting, uh, which would have probably been uh, better for you guys, but you know what? Fuck you. No. <laughs> I'm just joking. Hey, no, really. Anyone who's, listening to this, anyone who's listening to this would be receptive to fuck you. Because, hey, I'm you know, pretty sure yeah, my grandma's gonna heard. listen to this. My Whoa. grandma comes. <laughs> hey, to me. Whoa, no, grandma. No. My no, grandma, grandma comes to basically every show you. we have. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, yeah she's That's a faithful awesome. follower. It's a that is awesome. It's a metaphorical yeah. fuck you. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Oh, and she understands. Yeah, don't take she, it. Don't take it personally. We don't vent or or uh, we don't. Um, Censor ourselves around grandma. I mean, she, oh, really? she, even if she, she accepts cool. us, she don't agree with it, she'll she, do it with a smile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she accepts us for who we are, and that's, that's the, cool. The best thing. Didn't she? Obviously, she rocks. Like, <laughs> yeah, she cry does. during our last. Oh performance. yeah, that was oh, super wow. moving. I my grandma loves uh, the song "Into the Mystic" by Van Morrison, okay. and we played at the farmers market. And my grandma, she's like, "Are you gonna play my song?" And so <laughs> we kind of broke off of the band, and I did uh, "Into the Mystic." by myself and she stood in front of me and she you know we got I got to the second run through of the chorus and she is standing there crying you know and I look at her and just with love you know and think you support me in every single thing I do and the fact that you're here at nine o'clock in the morning you know, which is actually prime time for yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's when I played there (laughs) so she's like you know, standing there crying, and then she's like, thank you. You know, it means so much. Music means so much to people. You know, it can take mm-hmm. you back to anywhere in your life. It can take you... It's a lot better can... than just time traveling. <laughs> well, think about it. Think about it for her, from her perspective, though, because she's seen you grow up, I would assume. Oh, right? yeah. Okay, so uh, you're this person that she's always had, like, uh, like uh, an a kind of affection for as a uh, as her granddaughter, and then... You learn this song that I guess she she was alive to hear when it first came out. So then you're playing this song, like basically the indirect fruit of her loins is playing this yeah. song that she loves. It's like, it's, how is that not going to be, you know, it's, awesome? It's to cool her? too because I grew up. My aunts and uncles, um, they are also musicians, and uh, they, you know. Uh, my Uncle Tommy and Aunt Kita, my great aunt and uncle, they recorded on vinyl some some of their own original songs, and we have it, you know. And wow, they that's awesome. have transferred that to um, MP3, and we listen to that at functions. My uncle, he's a songwriter; he's no longer with us, um, mm. but he also recorded like a year before is he that, died. Is that the uncle from OPM? Yes, actually, um, I I mention him. I he gave me a guitar at my high school graduation he had this gibson hummingbird oh wow beautiful guitar and i would always go over to his house and play it you know and it was this is a an amazing story because right after graduation we had a a party at my house and he wasn't able to stay for it but he just put that guitar on my parents coffee table so whenever i came in for my graduation it was on the coffee table 
Wow. And he just gave that to me as a gift when I graduated high school. What a gift. Exactly. That's awesome. I have that. It's amazing, nice. you know. And so in our song, or on our second song of the record, it's... Uh, Which may also be a single we haven't really... This is the first song that I wrote whenever I moved to Nashville on Bedford Avenue. Yeah. I was sitting in the living room. I just wrote this song out. I was actually watching MTV and watching music videos and just looking. I just wrote a song. The first verse, you know, I just wrote by watching images on on a TV. And then the second verse is um, I play the guitar that my uncle used to play. And I'm playing that song. And, uh, or I, you know, I, I played his guitar, you know, and I, I think a lot of my family and, and, I have lots of opportunities because of the strength and the um, the great input that I've had from my family, and um, I'm super grateful for it. That's for sure. So um, my grandma, I mean, she, my mom passed, my uncle passed. My grandma's had a lot of loss in her yeah. life. Her husband died uh, whenever she he was 26 years old. Um, and so left her Mm. with three children. And so kind of through tragedy, you know, she is still this amazing pillar of strength. And that's, I feel like I draw a lot of energy from her. You know, she's just, you ask her, I say, Hey grandma, how are you doing today? She's like, I'm so very wonderful. That's what she says every single time, (laughs) you know, so so, I'm so very wonderful. Oh, just like a positive force. Super Mm -hmm. positive, you know, and it, it helps me keep a positive attitude, um, with that kind of influence. And so, um, thanks, yeah, grandma. yeah, thanks a lot, Grandma. Thanks, so for grandma. her to support me, and you know, my whole family supports me, and um, you know, I I told my dad I was moving to Nashville. I dropped out of college and told my dad, "I'm well, I have an apartment." I sat in the living room. I said, "Well, I have an apartment. Here's my plan. I'm moving out," and I just moved. And I did, huh. and my dad was like, "Well, I'll support you. Whatever you do." You know, I've always been independent and just did the things that I want. And I've always had the support of my family because, you know, I've gone about it with a plan and a vision and, a, you know. And you turned out okay. I'm That's okay. something great to I'm have. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people yeah. uh, power through without it, you know. Uh, there's something to be said for that. But then there's just the, you know, when you know that, I guess, it's, yeah. you realize how, how much it means to have that, like, uh, kind of foundation yeah, of, yeah. Life being I've always been told exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. well yeah. there was some rebellion don't get me wrong my dad will tell you that but oh, well yeah yeah but obviously. I'll tell you uh my my grew up with parents who said there's nothing you can't do there's nothing you can't do and as long as you have a plan and you're able to you know put it out there my and you dad realize is, this is not a double negative my, it seems like you do a lot of planning <laughs> like it, it's like this was this band was a plan well before it came to fruition it was yeah. a it was a solid plan in your mm-hmm. brain and then you just uh instead of like running out and getting it done immediately you know rapid fire you kind of let it let it you know naturally simmer develop. and yeah. And, and, yeah. and that's in our ep breakdown um one of the lines we and we've started playing this song out um in shows and one of the the lines of that is uh you know, you ask me when I'm going to quit biting my nails. Um, you know, um, 
What is the line of your song? Yeah, what is it? What is it? That's another problem yeah, I, I have. What is the line? Or songs. Oh well. <laughs> I understand. Uh, that. No, no, Believe me, I totally understand. Here's, that. here's yeah. the ephemeral but aspect always, of music. But part of that is there. You know, I have a plan. You know, it's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a scat. I'm scattered, but I still have a plan. Yeah, That's the line. That song I'm a little bit okay. I, like the line is, "I'm a little bit scattered, but I still have a plan." So you know, plan. Like, we know what we want. We kind of got to let it. We got to take the right steps. Yeah. Get it to come to us. In the yeah. wise words of Joe Walsh, <laughs> just because you wrote the song doesn't mean you remember how it goes. I'm exact. I'm the worst right. at. I, I never remember songs. Yeah. I'm like, I wrote this song and I can't remember That's what it is. That's the magic of it? the moment, right there. Is that the moment will will take it out of you, even if you can't say, okay, let me make it come. Yeah. You know, but if you just let it come, there it is. Yeah. 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 Get out of your head. Yeah, and that's something that I've always told Andrea because she gets real self-conscious on stage sometimes, like a PG. Yeah. I'm like. You know, that's understandable. I mean, we're everybody only, gets that to an extent. Well, we're, we're our own worst critics, you know, and no one out there that isn't familiar with how the song goes already, like we are. We we know the song like the back of our hand. No one's no one cares. We, you know, it's it's beautiful. It's music. Just go out there and trust yourself. You know, well, even if you mess yeah. up, it's like just you know, no one's yeah, condemning so you big, for having messed up. That's a big up. thing, man. I'm glad you said that. That that is a big thing. So you just really have to trust yourself and your muscle memory and it, how yeah. much practice you've had. It, it makes the world a difference <laughs> for me. I mean, every time I go out there and I'm like, a one and a two and a three and a, oh, I missed a snare hit because I'm thinking about it. it exactly. I just go out there and trust myself. It, I nail it every time. You know where all the transitions are. Yeah. Your brain can remember where all that shit is. You just mm -hmm. can't overthink it. This is it. why we practiced the whole year before we ever <laughs> stepped out. <laughs> really? Okay, so uh, we do have to wrap this up pretty soon. So uh, as, a, as a final point, like, I wanted to ask, how long have you guys been a band? Like, from the first time you jammed all four of you? That would have been uh, December? January, December of... No, December of 2013, January of 2014. So you've been a band for nearly, well, like a year and nine years. months, yeah. something like that? And it took us nine months to record the album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like been a slow progression, mm -hmm. but ultimately, like, I think it seems like it's more fulfilling that way. Yeah. Uh, is, the, is the new stuff, uh, when is it, when is this new EP, uh... Uh, do you have any have no idea on a date? No, we haven't even finished the songs. Like we haven't well, finalized we, them we yet. Have, okay. We've there are four songs that we have completely finished. Um, not, I would say as a band we need to just polish. We 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 know our our places. Yeah. And then there's one song that I think we're just going to do an instrumental. Okay. Um, it's kind of a this funky bluesy funky jam that we do, but. Honestly, it's we, we right it's now. I feel like we could finish polishing by the end of this year. Okay. Um, so early. We practice one. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully, our records for out a ballpark. Yeah, for a, yeah, for a yeah, ballpark. Record come out before the EP. Yeah. Playing, okay. So. Yeah, we're we're hoping for the record by the end of this year. Okay. We're, cool. But, but we'll probably have them both done at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> honestly. That would, that would be awesome um, to release that much content well, at once. And then we talk about like as a, like a marketing point. 
uh, we're considering putting it on vinyl, which Sweet. seems to be a huge. Yeah, thing it's coming nowadays. back, dude. Fucking Barnes and Noble has vinyl. That's, like, it's a big thing. It's a trendy no, thing no, when so Barnes and Noble. Really is. So like, no. So to get someone to actually buy something that you make, we're trying to think of ideas of giving incentives of doing that. Like, you're not just gonna get the album. You're gonna get this too. Like, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. we throw the EP in there. Maybe we throw Andrea's acoustic in there. We don't know yet. Well, you have a lot of options, it seems like. Yeah. And, uh, well, we got to wrap this up. So, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Where can people hear your music, watch your videos, all read, for, experience your content? Read for dot com. All right. I think it's that it's, easy. Is it? But R E D F O U R. W W W. You don't have to say I don't even yeah. think oh, you, you don't do anymore? Oh, man, I live. I still listen to vinyl. Like, that's how I listen to my music. It's like put a record on still, so this technology. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much.